This is from the Kutte Siches Chelek Yud Gimel, volume 13, Parshas Chukas, Sicha number one. What is a mitzvah? The simple answer is a law. But if you keep that answer, if you stick to that translation, you might get confused with governmental governmental laws. In governmental laws, there are felonies, misdemeanors, serious laws, not such serious laws, minor laws. And a person might think that in the uh, Torah, the mitzvahs are minor mitzvahs, major mitzvahs, serious mitzvahs, not such serious mitzvahs. And in fact, a person might find support for that because in the Torah itself, there is a degree of distinction that's drawn between mitzvahs, rabbinic mitzvahs, biblical mitzvahs, which mitzvah takes precedent when two mitzvahs are, are conflict. The punishments and the reward for the mitzvahs are not always the same. Some are larger, some are smaller. So you might uh, have support even from the Torah to this idea that the mitzvahs vary by degree. And that you don't have to treat every mitzvah with the same tender, loving care because not all the mitzvahs are that important. And this would be a big mistake. Because the mitzvah from our perspective, the mitzvah is a tool to a, for a particular lifestyle. The mitzvah is a detail in a guidebook on how to live your life. Well, in life, there are more important parts of life and less important parts of life. So then, if that's all the Torah mitzvah is, a guide for your life, then yeah, there are going to be more important mitzvahs and less important mitzvahs. But it doesn't take too much reflection to realize that the mitzvah is much more than that. And that although from our perspective the mitzvah is a guide to life, but from the perspective of the one who gave the mitzvah, from the perspective of the one whose mitzvah it is, which is God, it's a whole different viewpoint. The mitzvahs are not only a guide for life, the mitzvahs are a divine desire. Hashem desires these mitzvahs. Hashem Hashem wants these mitzvahs from us. And whatever Hashem does... He does it with an eternal, infinite quality. So his desire for the mitzvah is infinite, an infinite desire. If that is the case, then that's the truth about the mitzvah, that each and every mitzvah is an infinite, godly desire. Then if we want to engage in the truth of the mitzvah, we should have an infinite, godly desire for every mitzvah without any distinction between the mitzvahs, because every mitzvah is a divine desire. The fact that there are differentiations and distinctions between the mitzvahs is because the mitzvahs have to be part of our life, and our life is human. But if you look in the neshama of the mitzvah, there isn't a difference between one mitzvah and the other. All the mitzvahs come from one God, and all the mitzvahs are housing a godly desire for a a connection with us, and our connection with him. We find this in this week's Parsha. The Torah begins with the words, This is the law of the Torah. Zot chukat ha-Torah. And then proceeds to describe one mitzvah. Mitzvah of purity and impurity. But if it's only one mitzvah, why does it earn this dramatic title of the law of the Torah? It should say the law of impurity and purity. Why is it this the law of the Torah? Because if you look into the into the rules and regulations of 
purity and impurity, Tuma and Tara, you find something astonishing. A person who becomes tummy, a person who becomes impure, becomes impure with absolutely regardless of how they became impure or why they became impure. It doesn't matter if your contact with the impurity was with a pinky or full contact, or even if you ingested and swallowed something impure, the impurity remains the same. And furthermore, it doesn't matter whether you willfully, intentionally contacted something impure, or whether you contacted it inadvertently, or even if you contacted it unknowingly, the impurity remains the same. And so it's, you see that in this mitzvah, it's almost like this mitzvah made it through without a filter, straight from God to us, in that the mitzvah has no distinctions. Impure is impure, regardless of how you got there, why you got there, when you got there. It is what it is. And so that's why this mitzvah is the law of the Torah. Because this is a law that can be drawn and applied to every mitzvah of the Torah. It doesn't matter if the mitzvah appears small, if the mitzvah appears very big. The mitzvah is Hashem's desire. And the mitzvah is your neshama's deepest desire. Hashem cannot do without your mitzvah. And you cannot do without this mitzvah. Hashem's desire to be connected to you is absolute without distinction. And therefore your neshama's desire to be connected to Hashem is absolute without distinction. If we can do a mitzvah with that part of our neshama, we would never see a difference between a very important mitzvah or a very simple mitzvah. We would do mitzvahs the way children do mitzvahs. Simple, sincere, and with a complete, thorough involvement in the fact that this is Hashem's mitzvah. Hashem wants this. I'm doing it for Him, regardless of what it is that He wants. I'm doing it for Him, to give Him what He wants. And with that kind of attitude, there truly is no difference between a big mitzvah or a small mitzvah. There is only a mitzvah.